today. Newly leaked audio from then-Vice President Joe Biden's conversations with Ukraine. Uh, more COVID news and Black Lives Matter protesters say now you are not allowed to call cops on thieves if they're black. It's a crazy world we're living in, and we are just getting started. It starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I'm Sarah Gonzalez. Happy Friday to you, Yakubuians. Thank you, Sarah. Host of the Yakubuians show. Thank you. Uh, Thanks for being here two days in a row. Pulling double duty over here. Uh, Also joined, happy Friday to you as well, Eric July, Blaze TV contributor. Absolutely. Thanks for being here. Uh, All right. So we've got a lot to get into. Um, I'd like to get to this leaked audio primarily. Now, From my understanding, I know Glenn played this on radio earlier this morning, and I guess, you know, this, I don't, let me just put it this way. I don't think CNN will be picking this particular story up. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you that. So there is newly leaked audio from then uh, Vice President Joe Biden's conversation with Ukraine. You know, this has been kind of a, a source of uh, contention. I know Ron Johnson has been trying to issue subpoenas to get to the bottom of what happened in Ukraine. Uh, but in case anyone's forgotten, this whole impeachment shenanigan nonsense was because President Trump, you know, was talking to Ukraine about looking into potential corruption between Joe Biden and Ukraine. I mean, I feel like this is that's completely lost on the American people if they're not paying attention. Hey, guys, remember, that's actually what the conversation was about. And we were to be told that President Trump uh, is was not allowed to ask about looking into potential corruption. And uh, that's that was an impeachable offense. But it's interesting because uh, according to this newly released audio, we've got Joe Biden uh, allegedly talking to uh, Ukrainian officials and explaining to them that this new Trump team, this new Trump transition team. Look, listen, guys, they don't really know all the things, all the dealings that have been going on. And so I'm not really going to be able to get them up to speed on everything. Cough, cough. Don't tell them all of the deals that we've made. Uh, But you can listen for yourself. Listen. People they put forward to be part of the transition have to be cleared to do that, just as we had to be cleared after the Bush administration, etc. They have not done that. They're trying to catch up and do it now since they fired the guy who headed up the transition just last week. The reason I bother to tell you that is I have been somewhat limited on what I'm able to tell their team about Ukraine. The truth of the matter is the incoming administration doesn't know a great deal about the situation. The truth of the matter is the incoming administration does not know a great deal about the situation. Now, I guess you could just play that off as, you know, well, he just meant Donald Trump doesn't know a lot about foreign relations. But knowing what we know about Joe Biden, about the conversations that he has had with Ukrainian officials, it is odd, is it not? Yeah. Look, I'm so glad you reminded America that it started with the Ukraine accusing President Trump, and oh, how the tables turn. Maybe President Trump didn't know because you didn't do your job, Joe Biden, because you're supposed to play nice in the transition. You're supposed to hand over power. A peaceful transition of power. Peaceful transition of power and fully supportive. This is him, wink, wink, telling another leader, I haven't told him, so 
maybe you shouldn't either, right? That is meddling with the transition. That is inhibiting the president of the United States to take office fully informed to actually go to bat. And what does the accuser do? They'll accuse you of what they've done, right? Oh, you've meddled. Oh, we're going to bring shine a light on you over here. If, if the liberals had this on the president, they would have had a smoking gun because they had nothing. Now this comes out. Now let's see who runs with this other than the Blaze Network. Let's see if there's anybody else that's willing to go dig that back up and say, hey, can we talk in? I love that this broke before the first, before the first debate. Okay, yeah. This is beautiful, right? Yeah. Yeah. Eric. Yeah, it was it was odd because he, he sets it up. And this is why I don't think people can misconstrue what, it, what was being said, because the way that Joe Biden kind of kind of talks it up mm-hmm. like, you know, I haven't I haven't been telling them this, you know, uh, so they don't really know, <laughs> you know, and, and that's kind of how he words it. Exactly. It, it goes right to what you're saying. Russia, Ukraine. It's like they are accusing. It's like they're projecting. It's more so what it is. It's like, well, we're doing some shady stuff, so we're going to accuse you of doing the shady stuff. So all the attention is on, on you and not us. So I don't think they're going to run with it. Mm-hmm. And if they do, what they're going to try to do is, is the wordplay thing. It's like, well, right. like, kind of like what you alluded to. Right. It's, well, what he really meant yeah. was this. Of course, he didn't mean that they were like with holding information why would he ever do that that's what they're gonna say but i don't see how they have an out specifically because he talked he talked it up he talked it all the way up before he 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 just flat out says that so they are going to be reaching like i'm talking mr fantastic level stretch armstrong reaching if they are going to say that he didn't say or that's not what he meant he alluded to let's say maybe something else yeah it is interesting too because you know i I feel like context is lost when it comes to uh the left these days you're not allowed to talk about context you're not allowed to talk about the previous dealings that joe biden has had uh with ukraine you're not allowed to talk about any of that you're you just have to deal with these one just yeah, just the the sound blips. Bites. Yeah, the yeah. just the blips, just the sound bites, and just place them into wherever you think that they may go. Um, there's one more that I want to play for you guys, and it is uh, Joe Biden again talking to the Ukrainian officials, letting them know, you know, I okay, I may be coming a private citizen soon, but I'm still going to continue my foreign policy work. Don't worry, guys. Listen. Well, you're awfully generous. I don't plan on going away. I mean, as a private citizen, I plan on staying deeply engaged in the endeavor that you have begun and we have begun. Yeah. I mean, that's my objective. That's my objective. But if I go beforehand, I'm worried if they don't know enough, they will think I'm trying to gain them. They will think I am trying to put them in a corner. They will question my motive. So, genuine question. If you're going as a private citizen, you're going to become a private citizen, you're gone from your office, what would it be that you would continue to engage in? You don't have clearance anymore. (laughs) You have no access to the government-to-government business. You can't help the government-to-government business. You don't know. You're not supposed to. He's not talking about government-to-government. He's talking about the things, almost kind of putting, putting that official on the going, the things you have engaged in, almost like, now you're going to talk. Right. I'm going to talk. Right. Because we got business, and as a private citizen, I'm not going away. We're going to continue our business. And Hunter, still going to come over. We're going to continue our business, right? 
But here's the deal, though. Think of it from this context. Where's the man's loyalty? Because he's speaking in a derogatory way about the next president of the United States to his buddy, mm-hmm. a leader of another nation, while still in transition as an official of the United States, a vice president supposed to be doing his job to stand first for this country. No, his own interest was first in that conversation, not the country. Mm. This is literally him speaking in ill fashion. Now, they don't really know. Come on, dude, they're not really all there. But don't worry. What we started, Mm -hmm. what you started. Remember, we're going to see it through. Hunter's going to come. He's going to walk with you. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff being said that, it seems to be kind of one of those, like, you know, kind of nudging. Not, yeah, you know? wink, wink, yeah, nudge, nudge, one of those you know? things in terms of what he's saying. Especially, you scratch my back, I'll scratch Yeah, it, that's more so what it is because it is bizarre when someone says, yeah, I'm going to be a pro- as a private citizen. And he specifically right. said that. He yeah. It wasn't even alluding. He no. just flat out said, as a private citizen, right. I don't plan on ongoing away now if i needed any other reason to say that this corruption runs deeper than 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 deep you know that's that kind of points to that that there's something again it's a it's a club that we're not a part of and there's some there's some things happening Mm -hmm. there but yeah it's when you hear him talk it's again it's not just a nudge to say of course he's doing that nudge nudge wink wink let you set me up i said i'll set you up but it's almost like he's aware that i want to say almost he's completely aware because he's like well it's bad optics mm-hmm. it'll look like i'm gaming the system because they don't they don't really know and i'm worried about about that he's that's specifically what he just said for him. yeah that's exactly what he was at what he was asking so when I talk about corruption, man, it does oh. run very, very deep. But to hear that put out there and, and, and an attachment to the other context that we yeah. just heard, it's just I don't see how people can can listen to that and be like, well, he means something else. Like, no, he clearly means means w- w- what we think that it that it means. And maybe it was just when they were crying squirrel, or yelling squirrel. Uh, it was they wanted the attention off of them because they see that if if people look more in detail with what's happened with the previous administration as it pertains to more so Joe Biden as it pertains to Ukraine, then it's going to make some people look very, very bad. But it is interesting that this comes up at the debate. And I hope Trump Trump nails him on it. We'll see. He tried really hard to speak code and he's really bad at it. Okay, (laughs) very bad. But Sarah, did that surprise you at all? Can we just remind America that we were drugged through a hellacious Mm -hmm. impeachment process Mm -hmm. about this very topic of meddling? Right. Where the president had foresight to say, hey, we need to make sure that there's not meddling going on with these other guys. He was right. America. Now it comes out. Right. But we we suffered painless, you know, season of being drugged through this and they had nothing. Now, what's going to happen now? Who we, we. What's going to happen now? Well, that was going to be my question to you guys. Let's go after Biden. Well, I don't know if they'll, I mean, Biden has the privilege of having all of the corporate media on on his side. So it's going to be, it's going to be Blaze. And clearly the deep state as well. Yeah, Yeah. of course. It's going to be the guys like Blaze that is going to try to put a spotlight on it. Is that going to be enough for these people to listen? I highly doubt it. But it goes kind of with the COVID stuff that that I talk about when, when, look, if you don't think that people that are politicians, formerly politicians, would do some like really evil, corrupt things, you're sadly mistaken. Yeah. And the more stuff that leaks because everything's as digitized as it is, 
I just wish America would just wake up and see and see that like these guys aren't what they say that they are. And it should be painfully obvious because going back to the covid thing, people go back and they say, well, if it wasn't a problem, why would they do this? Why ever would these people do these sorts of lockdowns? I'm saying if you don't think they would do evil things and derail economies, do corrupt things uh, just for the sake of making someone else look bad, which is essentially what what Biden is trying to do there. That's what they're doing with the economy. They will absolutely do that. And unfortunately, more so in the covid sense, we all fall victim to it. But that's just another example of, yeah, it's a lot of stuff going on under the table and they don't really care who it makes. You know, other people that it makes look bad. That's sort of the intention there. They want to do that. Do you also feel like um, sometimes these stories that come out that are difficult to follow it just it loses it loses its luster the um, americans are too busy they don't have time to keep up with it not everyone is like you know you ladies and gentlemen who can go sit through a glenn chalkboard special and pay attention long enough to really put these pieces together and so i think that you know the uh the committees uh you know i know that like i said rod johnson i know that there there have been hearings on this they're trying to get to the bottom of it but I think it becomes harder for them when they they're like no one else is really paying attention and trying to connect all of these pieces together. Do you think that they will be successful at that, Yako? That's just such a great point. And I'm telling you, the only way we have victory in this country, us, is by the people rising up and pushing back. And if the people don't know. Mm-hmm. The reason everybody knew about the impeachment thing is mass media was on their yeah. side and they yeah. just right. avalanched you. You right. couldn't get right. away from right. it, right? So then the people wake up and then they go, oh, okay, we impeach the president. But they're not going to get mm-hmm. the amount of input. No. They're going to watch this show and hopefully tell their friends. So this is, where the, this is where the citizen reporters, the social media influencers need to take this clip and put it on loop and run it every single, cram it into America's heads because otherwise it doesn't. It doesn't produce the result that it should produce because it's just, we don't have the, we don't have the avalanche of pushing at them. Yeah. Uh, all right. More to come on Joe Biden, by the way. Fact checkers have a blasted a remark that he made in his town hall last night about COVID and President Trump. I can't wait to play it for all of you. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Rough Greens. So uh, let me ask you, if all you ever ate was celery, do you think that you would be healthy? Okay. well, um, some people might think, oh, well, that's all that Stuber Gear eats. But uh, it's not because he's actually a vegetarian who hates vegetables. Okay, but uh, he he's on vacation right now. I think it's because he's not quite healthy enough. But, uh, you know, if you're eating celery all the time, the point is you would not be getting the nutrients you need to sustain a healthy life. So you shouldn't assume that it's any different for your dog. Yes, we're talking about your dog today because dogs, we love them. They're part of our family. They also need all of the nutrients, vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, probiotics that we need in order to sustain our body and stay as healthy as possible. They're not getting it from their dry dog food because that's, it's already all been killed to give it the long shelf life that it has, which is great. It's great that it has a long shelf life, but your dog still needs that nutrition. That's where Rough Greens comes in. It is not the dog food. It is a supplement. You sprinkle it on top of the dog's food, and it puts all of those things that promote a happy and healthier lifestyle back into your dog's diet. It's going to give them back the nutrients, the vitamins, the minerals, the antioxidants. You got to do it for your dog, all right? Our dogs are not long, or they don't stay with us 
as long as we would like them to. So let's prolong it and keep them healthy and happy as long as possible. You can take the Rough Greens 14-Day Jumpstart Challenge today. It is $14.95. You will see the difference in your dog in those 14 days or less, especially if you have an older dog. Highly recommend it for older dogs. It's going to improve their joint mobility, help them live out their golden years the best way possible. You can go to roughgreens.com slash blaze. That is R-U-F-F greens.com slash blaze. Back in a minute. All right, before we move on from uh, Joe Biden. So even mainstream fact checkers had to fact check Joe Biden for this little this little ditty that he uh, gave us last night during his what was it CNN his CNN town hall event. Uh, You know, he's taken every opportunity possible to blast President Trump when he can on covid. I know he uh, whenever President Trump did the the ban from China travel. Uh, he hit him for that, called him xenophobic. Um, the list goes on and on, even though he can't really say what he would do differently. But here last night, he actually said uh, that if it was him in charge, um, there would just be no no death. I guess where we would all be immortal if the Biden-Harris administration was in charge. Here's a little bit of that. Watch. If the president had done his job, had done his job from the beginning, all the people would still be alive. All the people, I'm not making this up, just look at the data. Look at the data. And as then, we're now being told, there's gonna be no, I pray to God there's a a vaccine tomorrow that could be available to everyone. All the people would have still been alive. So we would have been the only country that would yes. have had zero COVID deaths. Incredibly, incredibly. Yes. Uh, every like every country has reported at least some COVID deaths. Now, whether or not those are underreported is a completely different story. But oh, I can't, yeah. Yeah, I can't <laughs> think of a country who's like, well, well, we just had zero COVID deaths. We just escaped COVID because of all of the things that we did right. It's incredible. So, so Joe Biden is now so desperate that his team said, promise them immortality. Yeah. <laughs> promise them that you'll eradicate the next pandemic yourself. All the people would still be yourself, alive. Yourself, Clark Kent. I just... you by yourself. With the big, um, this is the big, he's the biggest laughing stock. <laughs> this, is, <Yeah. laughs> this is ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, I have words. There's no words. I can't waste my breath. On that, <laughs> Eric. Yeah, that's it's unbelievable how they can just make stuff up for the most part. Well, and and I mean, he doubled down on it in the same yeah, breath. All he of said, them. all the people. All, He's all of them. All the people. I'm not just making this data. up. Just look, look at, at the, the data. data. Right. What data exactly? What data? Yeah, are I don't know what about? exactly. You guys never had data. There's yeah. no data. We he are in this trouble it. because you didn't have data. So yeah, what data? Yeah, no, it, it's it really just goes to show how these guys are just it's just a hail mary. It's more so what That's it is. They don't they don't they don't know what else to say. It's like. And this is why they can't really specify what exactly it is that they would do different. But I will say this. It does seem that the anti-fascist left are demonizing Trump because they put the deaths on his table and they're demonizing him for not being fascist enough. It seems when the, the couple of things that they will mention when it comes to Kamala as well as Joe Biden is some sort of national lockdown, a national mask mandate. Yep. Right. Which yep. is further authoritarian to give yep. Trump. I have to give Trump credit. He didn't do that. Yes. He didn't do that, right. which is what they were calling. for. I was on. I was sitting here at the table. T- 
talking about Bernie Sanders, Chuck Schumer, advocating that he, you know, bring back these sort of Korean wartime acts to hijack factories so they could make the ventilators, which they then found out that they didn't really didn't need. Mm-hmm. These guys want him to be full-blown authoritarian, though they demonize him and will claim that he is a full-blown authoritarian or fascist or something of that nature. But they never can really get to the nitty-gritty in terms of how whatever it is that they would have done would have stopped anything. When you go look at all of the other countries that have higher deaths per million, let's say in comparison to the United States, they have lockdowns the 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 italy's of the peru's now i think peru had one of the is like at the top right now and they had one of the strictest lockdown orders and they're at the top now and mask mandates and mask mask, Mm -hmm. mask mandates and they were they're at the top now and you look at all those other european countries which they say well they did it better and i'm like according to what like what exactly are we are we measuring here it's almost like well some places are going to handle it better. Others are going to handle it worse. And all you guys are doing is just going through the motions. Mm-hmm. But they don't know what they're talking about. It's just one of those things that they're like, oh, just help. We would have prevented all of the all of the deaths because Trump didn't do enough. I would have did this. And it's like, OK, even if we assume that you had something that you were going to do, how can you pinpoint exactly right. how that would have impacted those deaths? Because when you look at the highest deaths in terms of um, like the, the, the states, they're all ran by your party. Yeah. New York, the, the, all of the upper, e, e, upper East Coast, all that's ran by, by your guy. Y'all had to say in all of that, what did Trump need to do that would have prevented that? And they never can really say. They just speak in these sort of platitudes. I don't even know what to call them. It's just yeah. hell Mary's I all mean, over the place. I mean, what, what viruses did Obama and Biden prevent when they were in office? Number one, zero. Yeah. Okay. Now, you make a really good point. It's called, it's called setting a trap. And when we try to find bad guys in trafficking, you set traps. They set traps for Trump, hoping that he would go against his own policy, his own base. Because if he did mandate national lockdown, they know that that would be in direct contradiction of what he stands for. So they set the trap. Well done, Mr. President. You can play hopscotch like a world champion and pivot (laughs) because he didn't take any of the traps. He said, no, no, no. It's on your it's on your governor. Governor, you run your state. But they set traps for him. You're right, but they wanted him to do that. Absolutely, they wanted him. And then they would crucify him for oh, doing it. They, oh, just like guy. they did earlier on the pandemic. He's a liar. He's a liar. He's pivoting. on the pandemic when it was exactly. China, been uh, in travel and stuff like that. It was like you had the the, uh, the Pelosi's of the world and all of them were talking about, you know, oh, it's okay uh, to, to go out and go do this. Go to uh, Chinatown. Uh, Chinatown and all of that. All that was fine, fine and dandy. So they, <laughs> it, 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 he was damned either way. Yeah. Let's just be honest with it. He was damned either way, but I just find ironic when they are like hey you know you weren't authoritarian enough if you were as authoritarian as let's say some of the other countries which failed as uh, we would have prevented all all of them all of them just look at the data let's look at the data we would have prevented all of these deaths and I was not aware that they had that sort uh, of power like what would they have done even the people like was New Zealand where they got like basically concentration camps exactly and they still can't prevent it yes. so people what? were escaping yes exactly yes. from hotel yes. buildings exactly. that they were being put in their lives listen up. the next thing they're going to check because we got 40 plus days left here so the next Hail Mary they're going to try and convince you that he's God they're going <laughs> to because he can cure everything and he's going to cure cancer yes. and on his watch yeah, yeah come on this is Hail Mary is the right term, but it but don't be so short sighted American have short memory. Yeah. Remember. Uh, so before we before we get off of this topic, I just 
curious what your your thoughts on this are, gentlemen. Attorney General Will, uh, William Barr, Bill Barr, was, uh, of course, very critical recently this week on the COVID-19 lockdown measures. He was speaking at a Constitution Day celebration at Hillsdale College, and uh, he said, this was his quote, he said, you know, putting a national lockdown, stay-at-home orders is like house arrest. Other than slavery, which was a different kind of restraint, this is the greatest intrusion on civil liberties in American history. Obviously, very, very strong words coming from our attorney general. Uh, do you agree with him, Eric? Well, I will say this. Certainly in recent modern history, like it's, it's hard to compare something to slavery of all things. Slavery is pretty damn bad, <laughs> right? But I will say this is unlike anything that has ever happened in recent history mm -hmm. where you had this bandwagon effect for a virus that the I mean, when I say the vast majority, we're talking about in the upper 90 percentile uh, of people that are going to get it are going to get it and be fine. Mm -hmm. That is and, and these lockdowns, the mass. This is stuff that. Is unheard of. Like we we've never done. Let me make let me be clear. We've never done anything like that. Mm -hmm. Never done anything like that. So while I, I don't like the comparison, the immediate comparison to something like slavery, I will say, name something else. It's and you be harpers. Tell me otherwise. Like but name something else that was done to this magnitude. Like that was done with you talking about big populations of people, uh, different states, different countries, locking their, their country down, derailing their economy in the process, putting people out of work. We've never, we haven't seen anything like that in recent uh, modern history. Definitely when you consider how not lethal this this virus is. When I say yeah. not lethal, what I'm not saying that it won't kill certain right. people. It absolutely will. But the vast majority of people will catch it and be fine. Yet we shut them down despite what the data said that, um, you know, people that are like, for example, in my age group generally are fine. Mm -hmm. Yet we still did it. This is unlike anything that we've done. I don't like, however, the comparison to, to slavery. You know, I think he's reaching. That's, that's what the leftists tend to do. Is they they reach in that bag and start comparing everything to the, the most. The, 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 oh, the, the, he's literally Hitler. Right. Everything goes to the most the greatest human atrocities. And I think we you know, you don't want to go that far. However, I will say that there's nothing like this that we've ever done in recent human history. Yeah, I'll say that when you start talking modern day stripping of civil liberty, in a nation and then you look at the globally, yeah. I don't know that there's ever been, and it doesn't need comparison. It's so bad yeah. that it stands on its own, True. right? On its own. You don't have to really tell an American, hey, this was kind of bad. Or anybody in any country in the world, this was kind of bad. No, never before in history. Mm -hmm. So he makes the comparison to slavery. I know why he does it, but you don't need to compare this to anything. Right. Yeah. This yeah. is just... It's horrifically terrible in stripping human rights from people, locking them down, mandating, arresting runners in the street, in London, in whatever, yeah. all globally now. We're talking yeah, about the yeah, jungle. That's what makes it the unique. The jungle in, in the Congo. Right, mm -hmm. right. That's what makes it unique. And it's so bad on its own right. But I love the fact, though, that he's using strong words by saying, we've never seen something like this. So, so I'm with you. You don't need to compare it though, right. yeah. to anything, really. Yeah. All right. When we come back, uh, an activist, a Black Lives Matter activist, explains to an unsuspecting drugstore manager that uh, you're, not, you're not allowed to call the cops 
on thieves anymore. I mean, if they're black. All right, they just get a free pass. We've got that coming up next. Be back in a minute. Insane, man. Did you see this? Yeah, I saw the video. Right, uh, self-identified activist and comedian. Now, I do. I, I have to just clarify this. She is only. A, she's a self-identified comedian. So I can't really tell you she's a comedian. She doesn't sound like a comedian. In fact, she sounds positively awful to be around. Her name is Charity Sade. Uh, she recorded herself berating a CVS pharmacy manager after uh, he called the police when he witnessed two men shoplifting from the store. Well, in this postmodern day and age, apparently you are not allowed to call the police on black men who are shoplifting from the store. Uh, I would tell you why, but I'm just going to let her tell you herself. Watch. May I ask, um, so I live in the neighborhood um, and I have come to the CVS very often. May I ask why you called the police on those two men? Um, CVS policy dictates that if they're shoplifters, mm-hmm. the exit store with merchandise unpaid for, yeah. we should get the police involved. And if the police apprehend them, mm-hmm. we issue a bond note. Okay. So I actually did not elect the first charge. I said, hey, look, I just want them to know they can't come in here anymore because they shoplifted. And I just need them to sign that. And I need my merchandise back. And the officers obliged. And the guy said the same thing. Thank you. And they left. It's not your merchandise. It's the store. So you know what happens when the men are black people. And you decided to call the police on two black people that stole, that allegedly took something from the store because you're willing to uphold the policy and they could have lost their lives. We, we can agree to disagree on this because I don't work for you and I don't need to follow my company's policies, not your policies, where I can appreciate your concerns. So you're willing to risk someone's life for what, $30,000 a year? That's There was no risk in my opinion. The, Thank you. You have a great night. Thank what is your name? My name is Storm Andrew. No, what is his name? No one's gonna tell you my name when you're sitting here videotaping us so that you can try and elicit some sort of violence against me. It's not gonna happen. Elicit violence against you? You just elicited violence against two black men by calling the police on them. We got to walk away when one of them had a warrant and could have been arrested and the cops still let him go. Just listen to yourself. You work with black folks. You just remember that. I just, this is going to send me into labor. Which I kind of hope happens, actually. But the point is, apparently, Eric, let me just let me let me ask you first, as a black man living in America, how offended are you that people come out and say that you are not to be held to the same standard as everyone else? We are supposed to make excuses for you and hold you to a lower bar because I guess what? You just can't help yourself being yeah, a criminal? Yeah, it's literal racism, um, <laughs> by the way. But it, when it comes to property, that's one of those things that I don't budge on. Obviously, that's the core principle of libertarianism is absolute private property rights. We believe all rights extend from private property mm-hmm. rights, uh, starting with one's self-ownership. And for someone in any, any capacity, right, to to try to either say, look, we don't want these people here or prevent them. Whatever happens, happens. But this moronic idea that people shouldn't be. And this is what I was talking about uh, earlier post, you know, George Floyd. When I talked about how people loot, they do things because they don't fear any consequences. Mm-hmm. And you have folks like that and also politicians who try to encourage you. Don't react. 
And that's more so what it stems from, because if it was a, let's say, a more smaller store, uh, not like a CVS, say if it was some local family pharmacy or something like that. And, you know, from Arkansas, well, I got family from Arkansas, you know, shotguns in the back of the, you know, they, and if they sent one, they put, put one through you, that, that's that's a realistic thing yep. that may happen. Yep. They'd say the same thing. It's like, well, why would you dare react that way to them acting out of order? And again, violating other people's private property rights. That's not your stuff. That's the store stuff. People think that for whatever reason, across whatever racial line, we apply these certain rules and principles differently, which is odd. That's not what you should want. I'd imagine if you are supposedly for equality, whatever the hell that means, and that you want people to be held to at least somewhat a similar standard. And you got to know that that is wrong. Right. Taking people's stuff is wrong. You are going to see some sort of consequence. But this moronic idea that people shouldn't ever have any consequences to their actions or rather black people because they're black and this potentially may happen. How about we just take a couple of steps back? They were the ones initiating the aggression first. Exactly. Right. You were the ones that are violating the private. Like, let's talk, talk that. How people respond, that's a completely, that, 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 that's after the fact. Right, right. How about don't steal from people? Yeah, that's so right. if it was so dangerous for that's a right. black man to have the police called on him, maybe he should consider not shoplifting. Maybe he should consider not putting his own life in danger and stealing stuff or burning people's property down. I'm going to say this with all due respect. That woman is the reason why the black culture today does not have the accurate position globally because you hold your own people back because you by doing that and posting it tell a young 12 year old boy you should be allowed to shoplift yeah. mm-hmm. and nothing should happen to you because why you're black it's Who, the white man's fault who's the one that's calling color here mm-hmm. who's the one why not because yeah, like, it's completely irrelevant like, why is why, it like, relevant like, yeah, yeah. Why is color, skin pigment, relevant in this conversation? If she was really about equality, she said, why do you call the police and those two men who shoplifted? So we could say, you're crazy. If (laughs) you steal, you should go to jail, right? Right. No, no, no. It's black. You, ma'am, I'll give you that respect, are holding your own people that you claim. Was she black? She's real fair skin, man. You're allowed to say I'm, that, I'm not allowed, me. I'm hey, not I, am, I will say that, man. That's day, man. See, ironically enough, I talk I, about I, that all the time. As these lights, I tell you this: if she was Caucasian, it would be worse. Oh well, that's true. Because now, well, because no, they're now the ones speaking, that are electing people anyway. Because right? now you're speaking for a culture again yeah. that you, so, you know, you know better. Right. It, look, it's bad in every way. That's shape, true. Either form. way, it's, it's, okay. it's Jack. It you steal stuff. You should get caught. You burn stuff down. You should get caught. If you want to stay alive. Don't burn stuff down. Don't run away from it's the cops. It's simple, man. It's very simple. <laughs> it's, not, it's not rocket science. This is not complicated. And I promise you, Eric, <laughs> those two boys' mamas will slap them silly. Yeah, absolutely. They're not going to say, they're going to go, cops, before you take them, give them to me for a minute. <laughs> that's so and mom, they'll say, no, take me. Put me in the minute. back of the car, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'll whoop them straight. <laughs> All right, we've got more to come back in a minute. Insane. People are stupid, man. People are just really stupid. It just really reiterates them.
President Trump defended the legacy of the American founding and denounced cancel culture, critical race theory, and the New York Times little pet project, the 1619 Project, as toxic propaganda in a speech yesterday, uh, of course, delivering the speech to celebrate Constitution Day. I know we referenced Bill Barr uh, talking yesterday as well for that very same day. Here is what President Trump had to say on the 1619 Project and critical race theory. Watch. We embrace the vision of Martin Luther King, where children are not judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. The left is attempting to destroy that beautiful vision and divide Americans by race in the service of political power. By viewing every issue through the lens of race, they want to impose a new segregation and we must not allow that to happen. Critical race theory, the 1619 Project, and the crusade against American history is toxic propaganda, ideological poison that, if not removed, will dissolve the civic bonds that tie us together, will destroy our country. That is why I recently banned trainings in this prejudiced ideology from the federal government and banned it in the strongest manner possible. I mean, show me the lie. Show me the lie. Everything he said, completely accurate. Uh, he's right on target there. I don't know. I don't know who wrote the speech. I don't know who if President Trump really believes what he's saying. But I don't know any other president he, who would go after this the way that President Trump has gone after it. Yako. I, I commend the man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for pointing out the elephant in the room and not skirting around it. Thank you for going after evil. Thank you for just calling it on the nose. For those who wrote the speech, for those who are advising Uncover the agenda. Told you yesterday, the great reveal, 2020. Reveal all the toxic cancer in our culture, all of it, mm -hmm. right? And expose it and hopefully the Americans' eyes are open and then make their voice count. Well done. I don't know, what, what are they coming against him for? Because he's coming after them, that's why. <laughs> right, yes. Well, well, wait a minute. We're in the octagon, but you're not allowed to punch. Right. <laughs> we, we're supposed to be able to punch you here. You can't punch Did you back. not read the memo of the exhibition? Certainly not it's with Not facts. an exhibition, leftist. We're coming for you. <laughs> yeah, no, that was, it was truth. I mean, no matter how, what way you slice it, that's exactly what it is. It's a lot of people that are kind of just quasi sort of segregation kind of deal that they're, that they're pushing for, ironically enough, advocating for equality and diversity um, in the same breath which doesn't make any any dang sense my thing is and i think what trump has to understand what certainly the republicans have to understand they've had a a great opportunity to do it now considering the whole public school education system has been kind of we're talking about alternatives to uh to what has been done because people are seeing the problem that it's caused now i hate that it's under the circumstance of let's say this virus but people are starting to see like wait a minute this is what's going on and this is uh sort of the the larger issue and that's what it is it, the root of this problem i say this all the time and i know public school teachers they they, they despise me for saying it but i i talk about if you want to talk about actually Working towards liberty, 
Until you chop at that public education system and how it's funded, you will get absolutely nowhere. And this is why, unfortunately, I think the ship may have already sailed in terms of the damage that they've done. When you see these knuckleheads burning stuff down, um, looting and stuff, who do you think, what system do you think that they came, that they come through and who are the ones that are defending them? It's the educational elites. So I, I wish that we would talk a lot more. You said, I mean, Trump sort of campaigned on that when he uh, brought in, uh, what's, what's the name, to, to, to sort of facilitate this whole Department of Education. Betsy DeVos, uh, that's exactly. And that's what we have to talk about. The only reason why they exist in the, the form that they exist through all these sort of nonsensical degrees that they just make up out of thin air, teaching all of your kids all of this so, sort of nonsense, both in the public education system K through 12, as well as in your colleges, is because they get paid to do it. But the funding ain't coming from us. The funding's coming, well, it is coming from us yeah, through taxpayer, funds. taxpayer right. funds. But that's the issue there. That's, they would be out on the streets forced to get a real job if that plug was pulled. And this is the, I don't know well, if we'll ever have another opportunity to talk about Eric, it. Eric, you say the ship has sailed, but you can always turn a ship, right? Yeah. If you, if you can see the iceberg, the Titanic doesn't go down, right? You, you can turn a ship. Go watch Glenn's special on BLM infiltrating the schools. Go watch him and my special on the comprehensive sex ed. Now, let me show you a victory. Friday, we had a massive victory in the State Board of Texas Education System, where we actually went against something that I'd say is from Satan himself, okay? <laughs> and we actually blocked it in this country. You can, but I'm with you. Pull federal funding gotta go. from the state you'll see, you'll see for education. You'll see a change. And you're going to see change. Okay. And, no question. And I think that President Trump was very smart to, uh, to latch on to the school choice uh, he has to. Oh, he has, has to. And a, court, uh, a lot know, of parents. A lot of, a lot of uh, Liberty guys, we've yeah. been talking about that, uh, all these different institutes. This is something that we've been talking about for decades. And I don't know if we're going to have another opportunity like we have now. Again, I hate that it's under these circumstances. Sure. Right. But, but there's a shot now. Do exactly, it now. Exactly. Yeah. Right now. When, now, when, now. when, when will there ever be a better Do it time? now. Yep. Yeah. That could it could it could end up being the silver lining. Yeah, of yeah of absolutely. Chaos. All right, we, we've got more to come back in a minute. Yeah, uh, yeah just hey, Gavin Newsom, we're no longer going to pay for you to corrupt our youth. Yeah. All right, yesterday's poll, who do you trust the least? The media won this one by a long shot. Uh, 81% of you said you trust the media the least, followed by Joe Biden. Uh, President Trump came in at 6%. I have a feeling those were some tr Twitter trolls there because certainly Dr. Fauci yeah. should be, he's at 3.3%, he should be uh, higher than President Trump. Um, I mean, you know, unless you think that someone who changes his mind as often as he changes his underwear should be trusted. Personally, I don't. Uh, today's question, do you agree with President Trump's new executive order that establishes a national commission to promote patriotic education? What do you think? I do. And so, this, is, so, this is the immigrant, so, by the way. So, somehow you better steady the ship. Yeah. Yeah. Eric. Oh, no, I think that was I, I personally didn't like it. I, I, really? I, no, I didn't like it. I was like, ah, why? Yeah. We're on the sun because 
I don't want the indoctrination to go the other way. I, I just want it to stop. I just want, if, if you're going to teach people, teach them the basics. I can understand definitely mm-hmm. if you're trying to combat this nonsense that's happening, mm-hmm. which is what he's trying to do. Right. Let's be completely aware. Right. So I understand the ability to be able to read the room because you're trying to counter mm-hmm. what's already taking place. But me, I don't want it to go on the opposite end. I just, just, just stop. Just, just stop. If you're going to teach kids, teach them and the be tr- done with The it. truth. Yes, yeah, that's all I want. But the, but I want the truth to... is patriotism. The truth is our history. The truth is our founding fathers. The truth is why we were founded, how the documents got written. Well, we're we're July. I love you, Mr. July. Yeah. Yeah. I love you, July. Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.